Welcome to Confusion Sofa 30. It has been a long, long time. A very, 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 very long time. Too long, too long. Too long. What happened to this uh, Series 2 we were going to do back in January and then? <laughs> World's shortest series ever. What episode? <laughs> this is Series 3. Welcome to Series 3. <laughs> series 2 is actually such a limited edition that you can't get hold of it. <laughs> was that Christmas? That was Christmas, wasn't it? I think it was February when we did it. And then was we it? just never got around to it again. It's fucking June. <laughs> fucking hell. That was a long time. We've done a lot, though. I mean, done a lot. Bloody hell, how many how many jobs have we gone through in the last year and a half now between us? Fucking loads. Oh god. Well let me think. So our last episode we were talking about how positive it was to have new jobs and, <laughs> we, were, we, were. and we both quit our, we both quit our jobs within eight weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit, because I I think I quit if we did that in February, March, it was like the start of March I quit that, that job at the time. They started the new job at the end of April. So I had the two month period of being unemployed that we'll get into and talk about as well. Yeah, I'll tell you what, let's uh, let's just call that an intro and I'll stick a jingle in here, shall I? So, Graham, obviously, we mentioned in the intro about jobs. How many have you managed to get through since January? Since January, I'm on my second job of the year now. Okay. So, yeah, third job out of the last two years. Oh, God, where, where do I begin? I'm in the telecommunications industry, as we all know now, but now I'm actually getting paid and getting a proper salary for it and getting justified for the wage and bloody the crap that you used to do anyway. The last job was all self-employed, weren't it? So, yeah. oh, nightmare. So there was no basic salary. There was no holidays. There was no pension. There was no perks. There was no sick pay. There was no anything like that at all. What... What kind of deal is that? So, uh, so you're self-employed. Yeah. But basically, they basically put you on like a zero hours contract. Self-employed is that kind of how it works? No, so no. I got paid by hours worked, and that was it. Nothing, no benefits. No benefits. There wasn't really a set hours or anything like that. I think the official was like eight till five or six. But you got a set amount of jobs to do throughout the day, so you might get five jobs. You may complete all them jobs or half the jobs might be like incomplete and unable to complete. And if you don't, you don't get paid. So you got paid per job. And, you know, living in Leeds, West Yorkshire, Huddersfield, Halifax, Dewsbury, that kind of area, 30, 40 minutes drive. Perfect, yeah. ideal. But they were sending me to places like Nottingham, Bridlington, you know, Scarborough. And that's, Scarborough's up to two hours away. Nottingham even even Nottingham's going to be, what, two hours from Leeds? Give or take? yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, you will take on traffic and stuff, but man, it wasn't worth it. So anyway, getting paid per job, the jobs can vary from £9 a job, £20 a job, £34 a job. I think the most was £40 a job. Uh, so on a good day, you know, if you're having a really good day, you can make well, 150 200 quid a day, mm-hmm. which isn't bad, which is all right. But that was very rare, mate. That was very, very rare. It was like a fucking seeing a fucking Nunu on the moon or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was never going to happen. But on, on average... I don't know, under 100 quid a day or something like that. So, and that's before tax as well. Then you didn't get any annual leave or anything like that. And they're like 12, 13 hours a day. It wasn't working And that's going to take into account all your petrol bills and stuff like that. And well, I mean, the only good thing they gave you, they gave you a mileage card, a fuel, fuel card, sorry. So yeah. it was probably not that bad overall, but... For the, for the amount the of grafting... Yeah, yeah, there was no support, no nothing, anything like that. It was awful. And uh, the, the thing that topped it off, the reason I quit, and I quit two days before my uh, assessment day slash interview for, for my new job role. I won't name names, but it's... Uh, but he's a prick. 
And uh, yeah, well, shh. And yeah, so I quit two days before. And the reason was I got a phone call saying, oh yeah, you've been caught on a camera. Um, you've got a speeding ticket coming through. You just need to confirm it was you. I was like, what? What was I speeding? She goes, you were doing 68 on a 70. I'm like, all right, what? What's the problem then? She goes, yeah, you're in a van. It should be 60. I was like... I mean, you're doing 70 in a, in a 70 mile an hour thing, but you were con- <laughs> meant to do 60. Is that what it means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so because being in a van... As, as, um, instead of 70 you're supposed to do 60 in a van Fuck I know fucking bullshit yeah but was it even a full size van or was it one of those little poxy like Ford Fiestas with a big box on the back no it was a full size transit van it yeah. weren't a fucking uh, fucking fools and horses van or all like that mate. <laughs> it like that uh, so I was I was fucked off I was like fuck's sake well, why didn't someone mention that in the training do you know what I mean in the one week training we had to learn how to be a telecoms engineer and fucking go to the green boxes and climb poles no one mentioned the speed limit on the van did they well, fuck's sake well, they probably assumed you were qualified to drive a van and knew the speed limits I guess but I'll be honest I probably would have had to google it before setting out I'd have, I'd have thought I think there might be something different I better check it but I wouldn't know it's definitely only 60. Well, that's the thing. And you... also, you see every white van prick speeding around exactly. like anything anyway. How come they're not draining 600 quid a month in price? <laughs> <laughs> that's my point. Because you, with the job, you're rushing around from job to job to job and you're just chasing your arse and chasing the hours and stuff. So there was a bit of rushing involved. So I just wanted to fucking get home. Do you know what I mean? It was like half seven at night or something. So, yeah, so I was like, fuck this. I quit. And I quit two days before the assessment. Put all my eggs in one basket for that job. Uh, luckily I did yeah it was uh, what was it two two interviews face to face on Zoom and like a presentation so yeah I, ri- I risked it for a biscuit and it paid off and how, then, how long did you last? Uh, six months that's as long as I remember then it was about, oh, I'm rounding up <laughs> <laughs> in fact I'm pretty sure it did not last six months thinking back of the timelines <laughs> I've counted in the, the training uh, that I did for that course so that's yeah, six that months from when you had the interview <laughs> Initially. Six, six months from when I heard about the job. Did <laughs> <laughs> you first update your LinkedIn profile and a CV to Indeed? Um, but that's my uh, bloody career history over the last seven months now. I know you've had a bit of a. <sighs> that was brutal. So I, obviously, I was working at the college and was like, you know, grossly underpaid. It was a shit job. I just needed a job at the time when I moved to Leeds. And then I thought. Well, I found a decent opportunity in HR at a charity. Jesus Christ. I Within two weeks of being there, I was staying there till like half past six at night doing reports for the board, just as some admin guy. Like, not a date around or anything like that. The board were like really close to our team. And the place is just a, a clusterfuck of fucking micromanagement. I just absolutely hated it. Um, so I, th- I spent seven weeks unemployed, which is the longest I've not ever, like, I've never been at work. Uh, I even managed to claim my first set of benefits as well, which is yes. just, wow. <laughs> Job seekers allowance is, is shit as well. Like, because we don't qualify for universal credit because we, we were only above the threshold. Yeah, yeah. Expect you to get by on 300 quid a month. 150 quid to cover two weeks. On J- JSA? That's what JSA is. The old doll, the old rock and roll. Yeah, it's not even proper rock and roll, is it? 300 um, quid a, a month? Yeah. What's that a week? 70, 75 quid a week. 75 quid it's a nothing. week. You can't do anything with that. How do people live off that, though? People just think they've hit the lottery when some people well, it's, do. It's been because I've not been paying the mortgage or anything in that time. Yeah. Um, and then I pulled myself together a bit once I 
stopped bumming around after the first three weeks or so, where I was like, nah, I haven't really got much reason to get out of bed today, so I won't. Um, in hindsight, what I should have done is stuck it out and had like my little breakdown or whatever later on, and then time being off during the Euros. Oh, yeah. and that was my downtime for say four weeks but instead I started work just before they started because I've found a temp job but I've got a new permanent job starting a week on Monday I actually turned down a fairly prestigious place as well for work you had quite a few uh, lined up didn't you yeah, yeah. I, had, uh, I, I had two to pick from in fact three I had three jobs I could pick from I'd already yeah. done the interview which is Basically, I've learned to bullshit a lot better. Um, <laughs> they like buses, aren't they? You know what I mean? You stand around waiting, nothing fucking comes, and then... Man, it's it, all there. Yeah, yeah, they're all bit, I, could, I couldn't even get a job in a call centre or anything at one bit. It was an absolute nightmare. I was getting really desperate because it just wasn't doing me any good. And also, I needed to get some money so I could buy some beers and stuff. <laughs> um, some beers. So, yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting year in that sense. I've ended up doing HR admin again in this temp job, which I think... It, I've done my fourth week now and I thought, oh, I'll have a week off before I start my new job. Then I realised how much money I would have going forward till I get paid by my new job, which is at the end of July. I thought, mm, I better work another few days next week. <laughs> so I'm working three days next week and that's me done. Um, but the good thing about temping is it doesn't really matter if you turn up hungover when you work working remote anyway so that's what it. I say is everyone should just temp <laughs> I mean that advice can't be any worse than the shit advice we gave last time out so <laughs> just temp temp <laughs> drink do a load of drugs because it doesn't matter if you're only a temp anyway yeah it's, it's even better being on JSA isn't it about sounds things oh god fucking hell so what did you do with that seven weeks off then because oh I was just going to bring that up <laughs> I, had, I had the uh, well I had about eight weeks off so I had some things to do that I wanted to do but Yours is more probably interested. So, obviously, you know, like, we talked about all these things we were going to do. Like, I'm going to do woodwork and learn a language and all that. <laughs> I, I have I have been learning the language properly. Oh, have you? I'm learning German. Oh, I've nice. been having lessons for two and a half months now. Well, like online lessons longer. or YouTube lessons or what? Uh, with a real tutor. Oh, really? Whoa, called whoa, whoa. Gemma in London. Shout out to Gemma. Um, she, yeah, she's based in London. We have a... Once a week for an hour. <laughs> Sounds wrong, doesn't it? Does, doesn't it? Um, I don't think I'd get that for 25 quid. Um, so, yeah, I've been learning properly. I've even got some German books that are not on display right now because I've moved them off this table while you're here. But yeah, I've got like a German dictionary, German fr- German phrase and grammar book. I've got a set of German short stories that Frankie bought me for my birthday oh, as well wow. to help me practice. And we're even watching a, a German Netflix series called Dark. Don't know if you've heard of it. Mm, is it the time travelling one yeah it's basically German Stranger Things isn't it yeah, yeah, More or yeah. Less. but we started watching that oh, to nice. have a bit of practice I, I did watch fucking Call My Agent from start to finish what's that it's the French thing uh, I think it's, it's actually in, in France it's 10% which is 10% and it's I don't know it's kind of like Gossip Girl meets Ally McBeal sort of comedy drama about people working showbiz as okay. talent agents right. it's, to be fair it's got some funny moments in it it's, it's other bits are a bit shit but it, it's alright but anyway go back to my point so I've got all this time to myself I'm sure I've mentioned on this podcast how much I hate gardening yeah I hate it I absolutely hate it just no interest in my hands being green 
and stinking of soil and flowers. So what's a natural thing for me to go and do? Oh, go for a wank, maybe. Yeah, well, there is that. They do say it's, it's, it is a sort of fertiliser, literally. <laughs> um, I've started a vegetable garden, haven't I? I can't believe Basically, that. Basically, because you, you've come over the first time in a little while today, and I've, had, I've shown you my potatoes. This is, all sounds like euphemisms right now. Um, so I'm growing various pipe of potatoes. They're fucking massive, as you can attest to. Yeah, that was quite impressive. They're were, they were really long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm growing carrots. I'm growing strawberries. I'm growing a chilli plant. I've got numerous tomato plants. I'm having a go at parsnips, but the slugs have left me with three out of about 16 that were in the pot. So I'm, I've, I've replanted having another go. Um, did I say strawberries? No, 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 strawberries. I've got strawberries as well, so that's that's become my thing. And now I've, I've, I've even been trying to get an allotment. An allotment next. I've been trying oh to get God. an allotment. What has happened to you? You've changed. Uh, tell me you know, about it. You know the Chris I know. I, I just remember I saw that, you put the post up of just like these pots full of soil. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? Oh, <laughs> I'm a gardener now. And then, uh, yeah, I saw that. That was the last time I saw him. And then I've just seen it in person. And the fucking, it was like a fucking Amazon jungle. Do you know what it is? It's loads. I loads of greenery. Because I've been sub- subjected to stuff like Gardener's World and things like that. And... Frankie's really keen on gardening. You know, a lot of people are, whatever. And I just don't want to take part. And I thought, well, do you know what? For a laugh, she sort of said, do you want to grow some potatoes? I was like, what about, I'll, I'll grow some various pipers. I'll grow my own chips. Fuck it. Especially after what happened when the first lockdown came along and the supermarket shelves were stripped bare. Oh, yeah. And I consider that. It's like, maybe we should just grow some food in future because this is ridiculous. And it's, yeah, our garden's tiny anyway. But yeah, I've, I've really got into it. But now, she's getting a bit pissed off with me over it because I'm basically trying to take over the entire garden. I want to move house. I've got a bigger garden, not just for my veg, but I also want like a proper barbecue in space. Because I bought, bought a two hundred quid barbecue of the week as well. Proper <laughs> <laughs> so, pressured her into. I've mean, not been paying the mortgage or anything for three months. But I want a, a two hundred quid barbecue. I want to grow my carrots and my potatoes and that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Basically, what I, what I want to do is grow a roast dinner outside and then have a barbecue. It's good logic, mate. Days. I'll tell you what, I've had the weather for the barbecue as well, so I don't blame you for, for that. We did for a bit. It's been shit this last week or so, hasn't it? Yeah. It's I'm looking outside here, really. It's fucking drab, isn't it? I've been fucking out, in it, mate? It's awful. It's not, it's not nice. good. Fucking hell, but I can't believe you. Yeah, yeah, I was a bit of a shock seeing you turn fucking far, Farmer Chris over here with his fucking hay in his fucking mouth. <laughs> what, what point in your life does gardening become okay for a bloke? Never, because I still hate gardening. I will never garden my life. I just think it's the biggest waste of money in the world. If you're, if you're buying seeds and growing it yourself with vegetables, fair enough, but all the plants, I've been to B&Q with my missus and I've seen the money that these people it. spend. I'm like, why? For the sake of having a garden that looks good for a week, 10 days maybe, during good weather, and then the rest yeah. of it all shrivel up, die, go into hibernation. And um, it was only like last week she dug up the dead ones and replanted them. She was oh, I was trying to grow them again. It's like, why just moved a dead corpse into a different position? <laughs> Like they've still not grown. I've, I've had to like have these day trips out to plant nurseries, and I've just been like, "Welcome to hell!" Like, who's paying seventy quid for some foot high little bush? <laughs> like, all things to spend your money on. What What is the point? But now it's like, well, at least with my bit, there's an end product. There's food. 
food. There's food at the end of it, and it's. I swear, but then I suppose it's like most things. People got hobbies. It's, they seem weird to people, but it's whatever keeps you occupied, isn't it? It's fucking vegan food, though, mate. That's what one thing I disagree oh, with. Yeah. Like, like, I've got room to fucking rear a pig, have I? Yeah, we just get some running like hatched chickens or something. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing. There are people around here with chickens, and they are fucking annoying. People have chickens at houses in built-up areas. You twats. Fuck's sake, idiot. Like, is it people, you don't want waking up at seven o'clock in the morning by your fucking chickens. I'm sorry, but no. If you live out, you know, detached in the middle of nowhere, go nuts, whatever, you know, like... Yeah. But if you don't have a fucking... You have a manatee what? in your swimming pool or something, for all I care. <laughs> if, you're, if you're that remote, but it's just antisocial, isn't it? Yeah, oh, that's, that's another reason I bought a gas barbecue, because I'm considerate. What, for the fucking ozone layer? Well, no, fuck the ozone layer. No, 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 it's more like, because people live in terraced houses, whilst this is quite a tall, biggish terraced house, like, you don't need people's bloody charcoal blowing over your washing, do you? Yeah, exactly, yeah, that's true. I'm not loving that. That's one thing I hate, actually, having the washing dry and stuff, and then bringing it in, and then smelling it, you're like, fuck's sake, and then having to wash it again. Yeah, 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 it smells as well. Also, if you're using a charcoal barbecue, it's like just getting all that soot in your eye for like 15 minutes. I was saying, it reminds me of smoking weed badly. Teenage <laughs> when you're sat in some room where smoke's always blowing back into your eye, you're rubbing your eye. That's that's the real reason you get red eye, smoking weed, I'm sure it is. Um, so, yeah. So, what, what are the plans for the next three months then do you think we'll actually find time to record a fucking podcast I think we'll do I mean, I'm into a rhythm now because I was fucking living in a hotel for eight weeks down in fucking London weren't I? eating hotel food first week's alright it's good it's fine yeah. it's like a little mini staycation but it's just burger after pizza after beer after burger pizza beer chicken wings uh, it just fucking, got us erect yeah it was just fucking should I put a stone on I put a stone on it's just I'm trying, I'm trying to get off it now and, uh, you look all right, though. You don't look like you've put any on. It's because I crossed my arms over like this. No, uh, well, I've, I've put some on. I, I lost it during the main lockdown. Yeah, I didn't know. But then I think around Christmas, a big takeaway habit started cre- like creeping in. And then I went through like a stressful period and ended up being unemployed. And probably like, started boozing a bit more and stuff like that and just laying around doing nothing. And now I'm ready to be an adult again. I mean, I've, I've worked for four weeks now which it's just been a massive change actually having to get up in the morning again. Yeah, yeah but it's given me the sense of actually wanting to go for a walk in the day and stuff like that now because i'm not getting up at like half 10 11 o'clock like thinking well, what am i gonna do today we've got time constraints now haven't you yeah a bit of pressure to to do something to get out and actually do have it. some sense of a body clock now. <clears throat> yeah yeah you know, oh the old body clock i still wake up like five minutes before the alarm goes off and it goes off at like quarter past six yeah just like and that routine that. When you, the worst see I think the worst time to wake up it's not 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning because you've got a chance to fall asleep and not be too affected that it's when you wake up an hour before your alarm clock and you know that you're fucked either way because if you fall straight back asleep you'll be in the, like, the, the worst stage of sleep to wake up from mm. and you'll feel groggy all day but if you don't fall asleep you're going to be all stressed out and annoyed that you didn't fall asleep and it's just an extra hour bolted on your exactly, day, so you're tired yeah. before you even get going. Oh, fucking shit, old age, mate. Old age. Shit, just get on diazepam. <laughs> just just sleep through it that way. Any any opiate, to be honest, will be fine. I, quite rec- I highly recommend it. So everyone out there who um, is looking for pharmaceutical advice, probably don't ask me. 
Don't ask Chris. No. He grows shit now in his garden. You wait till you see. Wait till I've got fucking grow lamps going. Oh my god! I'll give it over. I'll get fucking robbed around here. <laughs> I tell you what, a, a, a friend of mine worked in a sort of probation charity, and he was looking after this guy who just got out of prison. And this guy, let's just just because it might make this story easier, let's call him Billy. I don't. I have no right. idea what his real name was. Told Billy. So a bit. Told Billy. So Billy's walking down the street, and he sees a woman with some pedigree dog. Now let's just say it's a. Vimarana for what if it's that, is that what they call Vimaranas? That'll do. Is that, is that a Vimarana? So this woman's like, oh yeah, it is. Oh, it's beautiful. How long have you had it? Blah, blah. Well, actually, I'm, I'm looking to I'm looking to sell him. It's a real habit. I'd be interested. Yeah. How much would you want for him? That's two hundred quid or whatever. I don't know. Price is not important. Okay, okay. I've, I can come around tomorrow. Anyway, they get talking away. You say, well, one of the reasons I want to get rid of him is because the house is really cluttered anyway because her boyfriend grows weed in the basement. <laughs> okay. To the next con. Um, so he turns up next day um, thinking that he's going to fire the dog. And it, as she opens the door, he's got a double barrel shotgun in his hand. <laughs> and she said, what's that for? Like, Why do you think? <laughs> and took all, the, took all the weed instead. <laughs> And the dog. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. What's that for? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you stupid fucking idiot. A, I've heard some scams in my time. But that's, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Why have you got that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you and your big mouth. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Don't do a drugs, kids. Otherwise, you'll end up getting dog nicked. <laughs> yeah. Don't do, do drugs, kids, unless you can tell us where you can buy them from. <laughs> They're well away. So, apparently, summer is upon us. It was? For about a week. Over here, anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I can't imagine you're having loads of fun, considering the Euros are on and you're not even into football. I do. I've not bothered. Everyone says, "Oh, do you watch England?" Nah, I think I was watching fucking. What was I watching? Survivor, Australian Survivor on Prime. <laughs> what, that was more interesting. Crew on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I caught the last half hour of the. Uh, was it England and last Friday? Scotland was it? No. Um, yeah, it was. That was it. Yeah. Was, it, was that Friday? I can't remember. Yeah, Friday was a Yeah, it worked. They, they, they drew the drew I watched half an hour of it and it felt like I watched the whole game. It was fucking it was so boring. boring. It was but so then boring. everyone said to me, like, oh, was boring. the whole game was. I was like, I'm glad he watched fucking the whole thing then. It, it was all right for about the first 15, 20 minutes and then it was just really, really boring. And England are a boring team to watch anyway. But yeah, it's. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm happy to have something different on TV to watch. Um, but it's just not the same watching it basically on my own all the time because I've realised that going to watch England in a pub is the worst experience going that's the only time I'd watch football or England to be fair in a pub with people just for the atmosphere and just to like fucking chat shit the atmosphere just turns into absolute twatdom though doesn't it well it does yeah but that's more interesting than the actual game though just seeing dickheads and people watching dickhead beating their England Badges on their chest. You're 45 years old. Yeah. You're wearing a fucking England shirt. Pouring fucking Stella over their faces and stuff like yeah. that. All right, get over it. We're not going to win it anyway. So. Enchanting. <laughs> England. Yeah, this England thing. England. Never got it. No. 
But then, having said that, if this time I did win it, I, I probably won't go to bed for about three days. So I might as well just be the ultimate hypocrite. I I'm just not used to our sports teams winning anything, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you watch all the NFL and stuff, don't you? Yeah. Your team team winning. I did hear on the news that like, a guy came out gay. Don't know his name. No, he's an NFL player. Oh, that would be um, Nassib. Yeah, it Carl was. Nassib. Come out after. 15 years soccer man fucking brave guy first first was he first NFL yeah. player first first active NFL player active yeah but at the end of the day if you've got 55 guys in a locker room you tell me one of them isn't gay <laughs> just by law of averages you know and then you've yeah. got that mate you've got 55 times 32 for the amount of teams players in the league some of them are going to be gay yeah, yeah and people have come out after playing and said they're gay but he's the first as far as I'm aware, he's the first major, first sportsman in a major league to come out whilst still playing. Good on him, though. Good on him. He made a, he's made a really nice donation as well to uh, something called the Trevor Project. So the Trevor Project is uh, it's like a mental health support for LGBTQ, LGBTQ kids, I believe. Yeah. It's about suicide prevention and things like that. So that's really nice. Oh, right, and yeah. the feedback seems to have been surprisingly positive because I wasn't really sure how that would go. Yeah, with all the homophobic, well, not all, but the uh, sort of like job culture and yeah. stuff like that. But fair play to him. I, I mean, at least it's a positive story to have for once. Oh, yeah, it? definitely. Yeah. Well, that's all the sports news I can come up with today. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I think I've done quite well, to be fair. I, I think you have done well. You actually knew a sports story. Knew a sports story. I didn't know any of the facts apart from one of them. And I knew the result of an England and Scotland game. That's two. Are you still hoping to try and get away this year? Nah, 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 nah. I'm not, I'm not doing got, you this. You bought Munich, didn't you? Oh yeah, that got cancelled. The return uh, fly got, got already fucked. <laughs> the, the return fly got cancelled like now two weeks later, and this was when I booked it. Five. The return flight get cancelled first. Yeah, <laughs> and this was five months ago, and then it was only last week or a few days ago the the the, the outbound flight got cancelled. So I was like, ah, it was worth a try, but no, I can't be honest. It's just, it's just not happening. No, well, I'm supposed to go to Dublin next week on Wednesday and Thursday to go see the Helen Megator, Green Day, Weezer. And I'm gonna say Blue One Eight Two. I thought you said Something. the Helen Megator, like was that Dame Helen Mirren was playing the <laughs> Castle to ninety thousand people or something. I've not, I've not got to them points of my life yet. No, no, Helen Megator, and it would have been a fucking Megator. Dame Helen Mirren. <laughs> how are, how are all you motherfuckers doing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been I've I've been doing the festival circuit now for up to twelve years. I have to say the buzz just gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> well, the problem is everyone's a cunt in the business. I'd love to see that. I fucking wouldn't. It's boring. It's a good actress, but that's about it. I can't name any of her films off the top of my head. Red. Not seen, I've not seen Red. Red's really good. Is that the retired... Yeah, Red old... Retired Assassins. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing. yeah, That's yeah. The first one's brilliant. It's Isn't really it? funny. Second one, dog shit. Oh, you see the dog shit? Oh, I was pissed. <laughs> take it in. So I still don't know if a scanner Darkly's any good because I was hammered by the time that film ended. But I've got a feeling it is just shit. All sequels are fucking shit. Hmm. I'm trying to think what else. Well, talking of movies, if we're on to a movie section now, I have been to the cinema twice and watched... Land, which is about a grieving woman who uh, lost a family and ends up moving into the woodlands in, in Canada, in the middle of nowhere, 
like almost dies, gets saved, learns the life skills of how to survive and hunt and forage and do what you're doing, grow your own produce and stuff. He's learned to do Yeah, it. I, I live in the Wild West. And she had to uh, overcome wildlife, bears, wolves. She overcame that and got over her grief. That was a good film. And then the, what would we watch the other week was... Uh, what was out? What was that? What's out? I assume Land's not the sequel to Waterworld, but... You know what, we watched what we were about a month ago and I forgot how fucking good and bad it is at the same time. <laughs> it's stupid, isn't it? Oh my God. Especially when he like, pull his ear back, he's got those wee, gills. Those shitty gills and the shitty webbed feet and stuff. It looks like he's bought from like a two quid party shop. <laughs> yeah. You can tell it's just full on shitty prosthetics. It's like he's melted one of your wanky candles onto the back of his head. Is <laughs> that it dripping all the way down his neck? So what was the other film you well, watched? I haven't even heard of Land, by the way. It's it's got a lot of um uh A listers in it or? awards and stuff like that. It's not A listers awards. Is it one of those films that's got loads of awards because it's it's trying to be all heart wrenching and it's shit or is it actually any good? It's not brilliant, but it is a bit heart wrenching. Is, is it, is it's it, like one of those can uh, was it can festival films where oh, right, okay. they've been like highly recommended. What the fuck was the other film that we watched? No, it was only like last week. Oh, uh, the bodyguard's wife, the hitman's bodyguard's wife. The Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. The Bodyguard's Hitman's Wife. What? The Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah. Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. It's a sequel is to the hit, Hitman's is Bodyguard. That, is that the thing with Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a sequel of They've that. They've done a sequel. I've watched it. It's actually... It's, it's, is it okay? It's ridiculous, but it's funny. Ryan Reynolds. Can't go Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. And yeah, he's, yeah, He's pretty watchable. He's the same guy in every film. But yeah, he, he made it. It's good. Entertaining. I did not, ridiculous. I did, I did not know they'd done a sequel to that. It's good. Blissfully unaware they're not done a sequel to that it was alright from what I remember yeah it was quite late night a couple of years ago easy to watch film Uh, so that's my film movie review section what have you watched (laughs) god I've I've, I've watched shitloads of bloody Netflix is what I've watched Um, so like I said we're watching Dark gone through Call My Agent I've seen that yeah that's the thing about French Talent Agency I mentioned there oh yeah yeah. Uh, what else have we watched Uh, Lupin can't get into that. Didn't like it. I, th- I think it's a bit. I don't know. I don't put it. It's just a bit daytime in a lot of ways. I don't know. It just could do with a bit more great, and it's not as clever as it thinks it is. Well, that's why. Yeah, I watched two or three episodes. I was like, "There's already too many twists and turns." They're just trying to try and be out clever themselves. Is that a sentence? Just trying to like. I'm, yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen a, I've seen a lot worse. Than that, but it's just like watching Hustle or whatever for or, oh, yeah. or like Ocean's Eleven as a series. Um, so yeah, that was okay, I guess. I watched so much, I watched loads of bloody murder mystery things, which I mean, there are always these one word ones that you forget, like I don't know, Mind Forgotten or The Sinner. I watched The Sinner, that was all right. No, I didn't watch that. It's one with Bill Pullman, um, Jessica Biel's in the first series of it. Just oh, is that the camp. one where she's? Oh, I remember. I'm picturing a beach, a murder scene, amnesia or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. the one. No, I didn't watch it all. I watched the first few episodes. I get bored very easily, mate. I needed to be gripping. He said, "Get my attention." I like. Yeah, I, I felt the later seasons of it were gripping. The last, the end of the season is really gripping with that. Why? How many is there? Three. Fucking hell! We had three out there. Yeah. Well, different um, antagonists. 
Oh, is it like an anthology, is it? Yeah. So the yeah. first one's about, I forget her bloody name now, Cora, I think she's called, uh, which is Jessica Biel and her sister. Obviously, I don't want to like, go over with the spoilers, but she's end up kill- she kills someone in the first episode really early, and they yeah. try and unwind the mystery as to why she's done it, because she doesn't know herself. And it basically comes from like a trauma where this guy that she killed was sort of involved and there's a lot of backstory to it and they have to uncover it bit by bit. Um, then there's one with a sort of 12-year-old kid poisons two people and he's, he's basically living within a cult. Mm. There's all a reaction to that and like it's a big question about who his parents are and stuff. And then the the last one is just about this sort of school teacher who's kind of like, he's basically got his own sort of fucked up belief system that he used to have with his friend, and he ends up going completely fucking nuts, basically. Um, so yeah, I don't know, I've just watched so much stuff. I've watched that, whatever that thing was with Gillian Anderson in, in Northern Ireland. Sex Education? No, it was like, it was another thriller thing. Well, that was actually all right, but I... Cannot remember the name of it, for the love of God! Like they're always some bland title, though, aren't they? Uh, we can we can recommend like, stuff to you. Sinner, crime story, Mind murder. Mindhunter's good actually. Oh, I watched Mindhunter. As yeah, well. yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that, yeah, that was all right. Season one and two, I like that. I like stuff like that actually. I prefer you them. Not, you don't realise that we're progressing towards mum and dad TV by watching lots of cop stuff. What? Like Law and Order. Oh, no. That's what no, mum no, and dad's no. watching. We're just watching <laughs> loads of crime stuff on Netflix. Yeah, watch the cool version of it. That's why. Because we're I, still young. I, wink, wink. I had to, I had to, oh, yeah. I had to watch that shit ITV one as well with Nicola Walker and Sanjeev Baskar. And I can't even tell you what fucking happened now. The Serpent? No, no that was BBC. I, that. I didn't like that. I just thought. It, I, I, just I like thought, bits of it, but then I couldn't. I just thought it was nearly all style over substance. Yeah. I think people were bothered about like the seventies clothes and the sort of glam side of it, but I actually found a lot of it really dry. I it did. also just stank of those BBC dramas. Like, okay, so it's meant to be like a French Vietnamese guy, and she's meant to be Spanish, and everyone's from like fucking Halifax. <laughs> so, like, well, um, yeah, diversity quite not very well met here. Um, yeah I found that I managed to watch it all the way through but it was a struggle I wonder what happened to that fucking Indian fella what was his name oh god I forget his name yeah, he's, his main sort of accomplice yeah yeah he's like quite freaky he, he just dropped off and just never, never no one ever spoke about him ever again yeah he I just got away with it bastard just got fucking I realise I've just watched too much telly I think is what this has come down to <laughs> you know, way too much telly off. But yeah, it's seven weeks off, so I've also been watching loads of these like crime docu series late at night as well. Particularly yeah. if like she's fallen asleep or whatever. I'm watching oh god, stuff about like Sons of Sam, which is some bullshit conspiracy theory documentary. <laughs> Complete if you do any reading about the case and stuff, you realise it's just like some sort of obsessed fantasist behind it about yeah. whether it was actually two sons of Sam rather than just son of Sam was running around shooting people in New York. Um, what else did I see? So the one about the the, the, the Nazi next door. I've heard of this. I'm not watching. Really it famous yet. trial. John Germaniuk, who was um, accused and sentenced of being Ivan the Terrible, was a gas chamber guard who was like really awful. It turns out he actually wasn't him, but he was another kind of watchman anyway. So he started getting like you know life and dying in prison. 
Okay. Um, oh, I don't know. I've just watched loads of these things. I basically need to watch something a bit more bloody uplifting at some point. It's hard to find bloody uplifting stuff. That's why we've been watching just like these reality, just guilty pleasures, but they're becoming more frequent now. So we're just doing like Australian Survivor, which was good because we like watching that. Well, we moved on to that from Naked and Afraid, and uh, we like compare it to. Naked and Afraid is basically it's exactly what it says on the tin they just strip like a couple or a group of people chuck him into in Africa uh, in the Amazon jungle in the desert anywhere and they have to survive naked for I think it's a month but they do like extreme ones like what? XL ones and they have to survive for like three months naked and they get like a little pouch they get like a machete and maybe a special tool or something and that's all they get they have to hunt their own food and uh, yeah, it's it's full on, mate. It's, it's it's proper survivor survival. Whereas survivor, they give him like fucking food and rewards and treats, yeah. like fast food and spa days if they win challenges. Wow, oh, this is bullshit. But oh. also, which one would you much rather be on? Walking around the planes as I hear with your meat and two, I drank it out armed with a little stubby machete that's probably all blunted and get attacked or, by lions all the time. Or you know, sent to some Australian beach. Australian beach. And just making like a little uh, little mud hut out of leaves yeah. and stuff and living on that. Well, yeah, I mean, if you put it that way. Getting a spa day as a reward. <laughs> not, not that I even understand spa days, but whatever. I don't, I, I don't get that, spa days. I do not see the point of spending 120 quid or whatever arbitrary amount it is. What, is to, to lay in some room with slate tiles on it for someone to put warm rocks on your back. For hours and smear mud on your face. But the thing is, I'd pay... to a festival. That's pretty much how you fucking sleep anyway. <laughs> mud on your face and rocks it's in on your back. back. Yeah, but it's not... Yeah, but you've got, actually had fun. Yeah, but you've got loud blasting music as well, haven't you, in the fucking back? Yeah, exactly. Right? You actually have that. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I meant in the tent. Not this to fucking slow down version of other songs on panpipes. <laughs> If, if it was 120 quid and included all the bloody treatments and the massages, that's a bargain. But usually you have to pay that and then pay extra, don't you, for for, for the extras. You've got like, fucking duck spunk on your face for <laughs> an hour and a half. Nah, I'm not interested in that. Oh, yeah, with the go, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a secret, um, secret, a secret formula. formula that's been passed oh, on from generation to generation. It's because the chef in canteens picked his arse and wiped it in it. <laughs> nah, I'm all right. I'm just going to go and get more cream for you. <laughs> just walk into the back it'll just say ge- generic beauty bud like one kilo sachets or whatever that's the thing though they're like oh Probably this is like offshoots of a broom process or something stupid like Bovril <laughs> Bovril you always go back to Bovril you're fucking obsessed with it uh, yeah not like Bovril <laughs> oh, this, this coconut oil was homegrown and made on this beach and now it's been processed to cleanse your pores and make you feel five years younger and all this bollocks and they stick like a £30 $30, $50 price tag on it as well it's all yeah, organic oh, in it it's all bollocks it's all giving but I was into that just get me a tin of fucking coconut oil that that said if it's, if it's an easy present to buy your other half fine if they buy into it but fucking not that much yeah that's what Groupon's for and bloody voucher and that half the price Do you know what as, as we get, as we head to finish up on this beauty regimens for a man, do you do anything? Because I I'm finding myself doing more and more now. I promise I'm looking shitter and shitter. Oh, oh my god, no! I had to do my hair. That's it. Do you mean like in the morning, like getting ready to go out to work or something? Yeah, so the, or I'm getting ready on a night out. I've I've now got two separate pots of moisturiser for me. Oh fuck's sake! 
which I never thought I'd do, but I've I got some of that um, L'Oreal stuff with this like wake up with Garana bollocks. I don't know. Garana beads inside. But it's so like, it's only exactly at the same time. Like offering Aldi like the gift set, which is like normally twelve quid. So I did a quick Google. It's like six quid in Aldi for that and the face scrub, which I do use. It's not doing me any fucking favours though, is it? I feel like a fucking crisp. <laughs> or a dropped kebab. A crisp. <laughs> a crisp. <laughs> fucking hell, I've never used anything. I've just got... Really, see that fucking score on my head? Yeah. You remember where that's from? I've heard a podcast since then. Uh, you my little friend that I sent you a picture uh, of? Uh, fucking yeah. hell. Not a fucking score. <laughs> no, no exfoliator or moisturiser is going to get rid of that. No, but that's because you did have a, bit, a beauty regime. It was actually to smear fucking beef dripping on your face and grow that thing. I've never had a spot or a boiler since I was a teenager. And basically, this massive boil appeared on my forehead about, well, months and months ago. And it, I felt it. I felt really. I felt the pain. So I put toothpaste on it because I thought toothpaste on spots was a thing. And then I woke up in the morning. It, it, it just dries it out and makes it. Well, for, for, for like white and spots, it does. But this was a boil, so it like spread and a lot like elephant man. And then it all came back to focus again over the next couple of days. And this big angry fucking white headed boil with about five different white heads popped up onto me. And I fucking. So I went on NHS website, didn't I? I typed in like, what, well, I what do I do with a boil and stuff? What, 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 <clears throat> what am I meant to do when I've got a James Corden growing out of my forehead? <laughs> A big pussy fucking fat wanker. This thing's full of shit as well that no one wants. <laughs> James Corden was actually more annoying than the fucking boil on my head. Oh, but no, Google it says don't squeeze it because it can like uh, leave a scar or something. So I didn't want to do that. No, I'm meant to do let it fucking take over my body. I know. Well, yeah, I well, did. And Jess was just like, just squeeze it, let me squeeze it. I was like, no, don't want to fucking create a face. Don't want to be a fucking moonhead or all like that. I'd be bullied. And it said you just got a little fanny mark on your forehead. Well, so what? That could have been worse. That could have been a lot worse. It could have been. But what, what the NHS website said was to have a, like splash hot water on it and loosen it up. So I went, fuck this, I'll have a bath. I've my first bath in the house in four, four years. Bath with yeah. head down, isn't it? <laughs> but the thing is, I like, I like my baths like, or I like my showers and baths. Like Temperature. No, like in what? <laughs> that and hot. Like boiling, boiling, like kettle oh, okay. boiling hot. So I did that, and I'd, I got just one of those uh, little poncy things you put over your bath, you know, so you can put your tablet on it. Yeah, and wine God, glass. Yeah. So I had a gin, I had a wine glass, I had a beer. Okay. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I'm enjoying this. And then I, as I got to stand up, I just fucking, I got all woozy and dizzy, and I like, almost passed out. Oh, because you put it too hot? Too hot. I didn't realise it was things, so I had to go lay down and fucking like chill out and open the window. And oh, so you been drinking it, man. Yeah, then yeah, I, felt, I felt so like ill and dehydrated. Was Jess in at the time? Uh, I think she was working I think from yeah. yeah she was working from home yeah so she didn't did, help she was on a call did she also just think you were the stupidest person on the planet well I've never had a bath before I had, I had... never <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a bath before I've been when you were a kid they throw you in the river Ganges to cleanse fuck <laughs> <laughs> it when I had a bath mate back last time I had a bath I used to fucking share bath water yeah, that used to be a thing. Fucking filthy. Yeah, I used to just slashing it before they were thinking, there you go, I've that bastard. I remember I think I stayed at a friend's house and there was probably about him and his other brother. He had a bath, his brother followed suit, and then I fucking... <laughs> Who does that with a guest? <laughs> I was a kid. I think I was a kid. So hey, I was... look, how old were you? I'm fucking, I don't know, ten, sir. Ten? What <laughs> <laughs> the fucking... Where was his... Where was his house? 
Is it Japan or somewhere? This was some sort of like. We were in Asia. Weird vicarage or something. I just thought. Maybe to me. I remember. Senor Graham Ram to stay with our Danny, yeah. So what's happened is. Dad will get in first. <laughs> and then these old grey pubes floating around. <laughs> then, then Danny's brother Paul will get in with these teenage balls. He'll probably have a little bit of a wank in it because he's 15, so he's just <laughs> all the time. Then Danny will get in with these little tiny pink balls and Graham can have what's left. Swimming, sw- swimming in the Robinson family soup. <laughs> this is exactly what they were saying to me. They were like, "Oh, mate, can't believe we've done that. We'd be farting and like pissing and like wanking in it and everything." And like, you just well, got in. Well, my book, they know they're not even asking to take a bath. Right? <laughs> 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 oh yes, yeah. just ringing your mum up and said like, um, bit, "Bit of an odd incident." Uh, Graham got in the bath after everyone else been because it was family bath night. Oh yeah, he does that. It's um. It's a post-traumatic thing you know, <laughs> with with water once when his when his dad wouldn't let him get in the shower with him. So now he just he just wants attention, wants to bond with everyone's DNA. In the bath. <laughs> just make sure your windows, lock your doors. His dad's ring piece has been in that bath. <laughs> Man, that's another yeah, thing you as were well. With your little rubber duck in it. If they just had a shit before as well, and just fucking little crumbs of shit floating about everywhere, and I'm there fucking a little bucket pouring it over my head, washing it with fucking soap and shampoo and shit. Disgusting. That's why I've never had a bath since. It's fucking traumatised. Disgusting. You literally fucking pouring filthy shit water over your face. I had to have a shower afterwards. Oh, oh disgusting. So yeah, don't, wait, wait, that's wait. why I don't have baths. Were you getting any survivor training early by like? Getting used to like getting fucking bathed in a river. Oh, I don't even know how I got onto that. Oh. What's my point of that? Oh yeah, that's it. Because I'm a massive spot anyway. <laughs> so it did loosen it, and then uh, I think I must have knocked it in my sleep, and it fucking I woke up and it's like all over the there was just ectoplasm everywhere. Some <laughs> ghost would come in and just fucking. <laughs> ectoplasm is one of the funniest things ever. You ever look at pictures of it, like ectoplasm. <laughs> Is it, is it actually a real thing? Yeah. I thought like, it was just a thing off South Park. No it's, no, it's meant to be like a sort of residue kind of thing that goes leave behind. So it's not a real thing, but it's a... It's a popularised myth, if you like, about ghosts and they leave ectoplasm. It's like... <laughs> it's sort of like dry, sort of cottony, sticky, weird substance. Like jizz and That's why that South Park episode was so funny. Yeah, uh, just uh, ectoplasm. Just ectoplasm. There's that one where the internet was limited and That's then fucking Randy breaks it and gets on the internet, types in every dirty port. It was like Brazilian buff... Brazilian far porn. That's yeah. it. Brazilian far porn. Uh, whatever else. And he fucking does his, but does his business, and everyone comes in. It's like, what the hell's going on here? It's like, the ghost. There's an ectoplasm everywhere. Just get straight through. But that's something like a really limited amount of internet, isn't it? And everyone's only had like thirty seconds a day yeah. or something. He's trying to cram as many categories in as possible. I love well, that stuff. On that note, Graham, it is a Friday night. You've come round. I've got a fridge full of beer, and we're sat here doing a podcast. So shall we fuck this off and do some drinking? Uh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. All right, dickheads. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's been nice to hear from us. We will do episodes of that on a little bit more regular basis now. Yeah. I mean, you might get a bonus drunk episode later. Possibly. You never know. We might live stream it, but then we'll probably just be too pissed to be bothered. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so 
You stay safe. And we'll stay confused. Ta-ta. See ya.